What is going on, Pirates fans? Jim Rosati, Northside Notch. With me on today's postgame show is Connor Williams. First uh, first postgame show. So first off, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show, Connor. Oh, I'm How's so thrilled. How, uh, how was the first Pirates game of the year? My, my first reaction is going to sound very cynical, but I think I've seen enough Dwayne Underwood Jr. to last me a lifetime. Even like nothing else about this game made me mad except having except having to watch Dwayne Underwood Jr. Yeah, we'll get into that. I think um, you know, it's the first game of spring training, right? Um Pirates lose, by the way, nine to seven to the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, I think there was some some good that happened today. There was some some bad that happened today. Um and, and definitely the bad is the guys who you're kind of looking to anchor this bullpen, or at least, no, you're not anchor it, but, you know, stabilize it at least. Uh, it wasn't a good game for them overall. Yeah. Not a good game for the bullpen. Um, again, game one. So I'm not really reading much into this particular performance, but you had David Bednar, did not look good. You, uh, we, we saw our first look at Harleen Garcia, did not look good. How Is it Harleen? Harleen, Harleen That's how Garcia. Prefers it pronounced. Yeah. All right. Um, and then, uh, and then Dwayne Underwood Jr. Again, not helped out by his defense, but didn't really do himself any favors no. either. But, um, but let's actually, let's start off with some good stuff, right? Mitch Keller got the start today. Mitch Keller looked good. I thought he looked great. He pitched two innings, gave up one hit, no walk, struck out two. Um, I'm going to try to do this and see if it works. All right on the stream this is our first time trying this on a post game show. So we are going to see if we can, uh, see if we can actually get, uh, get some highlights going for you guys. So, excuse me. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Sorry. That was my allergic reaction to, to Dwayne Underwood jr. So, so, um, just some quick Mitch Keller highlights. You know, speaking of, I know we're talking about Mitch Keller right now, but while we're, while we're at it, speaking of pitchers, I was really impressed by Kikuchi. I didn't really get to watch much of him last year, but that the, the, the combination he has of that change up and the slider, they're both very similar speeds, but have very different movements. I was pretty impressed, or at least, you know, pirates hitters looked pretty confused by it. Yeah. We'll hit on that later. Let's talk about Keller. So, so those were Keller's two strikeouts. Started the game off with a strikeout. Um, ended the first inning with another strikeout and had had a double play ball. Um, yeah, looked great. I think all of his. Like, I think the thing that I most noticed with Keller today was attacking the zone. Like right. he was starting off with strike one. He was getting ahead of hitters, and when you get ahead of major league hitters, it makes it harder for them to do their their job. So, 
I don't think you could have asked for much more out of a Mitch Keller uh, first first look in, in the in spring training. No, I, I mean I, I think you're right. Um, he was he attacked the zone. He got hitters out. Uh, he induced some soft contact here and there. I mean he. It's a first spring training start. It doesn't really. It's not going to impact anything one way or the other, really. But it's it's good to see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so he got the start for the Pirates. Um, Kikuchi, like you mentioned before, started for the Blue Jays, and he, um, you know, he kept the Pirates in check too. He struck out five in his two innings of work. Now that's kind of a. Um, if we're going to talk about one really, I mean, the Pirates scored seven runs today. But if we're going to knock on them for anything offensively, they struck out 16 times. Um, yeah, they were really baffled by Kikuchi's off-speed stuff, which he throws often and he'll pitch backwards. He He's a pretty deceptive guy. Yeah, um, every single Blue Jays pitcher, they used nine of them today. Um, our old friend Zach Thompson couldn't get out of his inning, so they had to use an extra extra pitcher today. Uh, but every single one of them registered at least one strikeout, uh, and and yeah, it was it wasn't a great game overall for uh, if, if you like making contact and putting balls in play, which I think we're all looking forward to. Hopefully, more of that with the yeah. new shift rules. Uh, today we didn't see that again. Twenty out of the twenty-seven outs, sixteen of them were strikeouts by the Pirates. But um, I think the highlight offensively, I mean, we'll, we'll start off with Castro. So starting in that third inning that Zach Thompson took over for the Blue Jays, Thompson walked um, Connor Joe. He walked G1 Bay. Right. O'Neill Cruz singled on, you know, a flare to left field that loaded the bases. Yep. And uh, that brought Rodolfo Castro up to the plate. And Castro takes one deep for the Grand Slam. Um, absolutely smashed it. Uh, and and it's, it's kind of fun to do it off of uh, Zach Thompson. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> I just, I think it was interesting seeing, I mean, Zach Thompson really struggled. Um, and then, you know, I brought it up during the game, like, I'm looking forward to not having that guy pitch for us this year. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah. to give the benefit of the doubt a little bit to everybody who pitched today and who didn't look great, I mean, it, it does – I mean, they mentioned it in the broadcast. It does take a little longer for the pitchers to get ready and back into the swing of things than it does the hitters. So, that I mean, that's why the pitchers and catchers report earlier. Mm -hmm. So, On top of that, it's really the first game a lot of these guys – have uh had to pitch competitively with a clock like with a yeah timer. yeah so, that's another thing i i know, almost completely forgotten we uh we haven't really mentioned that but that's another thing about this game i mean this game ended in about two hours and 45 minutes it's, which is it's longer, awesome it longer than the games it took yesterday but again we had 16 runs scored today we had 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 so we had 17 pitchers used and 36 position players used. So we're talking about a spring training game that normally takes pretty long because of all of those things I just mentioned. They finished under three hours. 
and there were 16 runs scored. So I, um, yeah. What are your thoughts on quick thoughts on the pitch clock? So in terms of at least like what MLB was trying to accomplish with it, I think it's going to be a total success. I think maybe we'll see games get stretched out a little bit longer once we get into the regular season. Um, I don't think they'll be quite as fast as what we're seeing in spring training, but like it's very obvious there is like a significant increase in pace, decrease in game times, and like who has who has three hours like who has three and a half hours a day to to go watch like Dwayne Underwood Jr. pitch? I don't. You know exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So cutting that yeah. down is important. I used to be really vehemently against it. And then I watched it without realizing I was watching it in person. And I went, wow, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. And so, so I'm, I'm glad that it's here now. So Yeah. And it's something where I, I think, you know, since it's new for a lot of people, it's, you know, there's a little bit of like, uh, like shock and awe to it right off right. the bat. Um, I think once you watch maybe a week or two weeks worth of games it won't even register in your mind that there really is a pitch clock right you're not going we're not going to see pitchers you know have automatic balls we're not going to see hitters have automatic strikes they're going to get used to it and know how to adapt to it Um, all that we'll notice as fans is that the game is going to be moving along quicker Uh, it's going to be more fast-paced and at the end of the game, when we're used to sitting through a three plus hour game of baseball and we look at the clock, it's going to read that it only took two and a half minutes, two and a half hours. Like that's that's kind of what's going to happen. Um, and, 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 you know, if you've been watching minor league games over the last couple of years. It just because all, all just the players flows. that are most of the yeah. players that are coming to the majors are already here, have at least mm-hmm. had minor experiences with the pitch clock, not literally in terms of minor leagues, but like have had some time, maybe it's a rehab stint or whatever that they've had an experience playing with a pitch clock. So it's, so at this point, it's really only the older players who haven't really experienced. And this is a totally new, you know, thing to them. So I I don't think it's going to really impact the players as much as people may think. I agree with you again, they've been doing this in the minors for a while. So anybody who's played in the minors over the last two or three years knows, knows what this is like. Yeah. It it may take a little bit longer for the veterans to get used to it, but they're veterans because they know how to adapt. Exactly. (laughs) You You, you don't, you don't stay in the major leagues for long if you can't adapt to things. Yep. Uh, So I don't, I don't really see this being an issue for, for anyone, uh, like I said, maybe only a... for like the extreme outliers we saw where it's like you're taking like a full minute in between pitches. Maybe for those guys coming out of the pen, it can mm. be an issue. But I mean, those are really the the extreme cases. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm excited about it. We got our first look at it yesterday. I watched that Mariners Padres game and. Uh, yeah, it was just it was a lot more enjoyable. Like, I mean, just there's no no beating around the bush it's a more enjoyable product right? because there's less just standing around, walking around and doing nothing. And, and for people worried about it, Passan tweeted about this earlier. And I was wondering about this myself, actually, that um, the, the timer in actual regular season games, the timer won't be visible from the center field camera. So don't worry. We'll still have the, he gets us ads behind home plate and Jesus forgives errors. Those will still be there. Don't worry. Right. Yeah. He gets us. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> so no, and that was one of my complaints, honestly, like right in the first inning, I was like, why are we zoomed out so far? So that we have to like, cause they, they zoomed out that camera pretty hey, hard it's, today. It's spring training for camera people too. Yeah. They need to, uh, they need to go back to the way it was. <laughs> well, that's actually kind of funny because in Bradenton, it can be hard to tell like when somebody hits something, what's gone and what's not because of both the wind and like the camera work isn't up to par with like a major league game. Yeah. So like there were a couple like um the Henry Davis hit and then the subsequent Andy Rodriguez hit where I thought both of those were like going to be way closer to the to being home runs than they were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it was it was it was a fun it was fun to, f- to see baseball, though. Like, I mean, we've been waiting for months and months and months. You know, we actually had an offseason that we have something to sort of look forward right. to this year. Um, you know, we got to see Andrew McCutcheon, you know, bat in a pirates uniform again. He didn't, he didn't, uh, he didn't really do anything today, but again, it's nice to see him back in the lineup. Um, you know, as far as the other hitters go, there's, there's Connor Joe had a pretty decent showing at the plate. You know, he kind of walked two times, right? Walked two times, saw a bunch of pitches. Um, you know, so that was, that was a pretty decent performance there. Uh, we'll get into the uh, the substitutes. I think the only one really I want to mention who who did well, like Leover Pagaro, um, had a really really solid game um, coming in for Cruz at shortstop. He ended up going two for two with two RBIs. And actually, uh, let's let's just take a look at these real quick. So Pagaro, two hits, both of them just laced. Also, yeah, um, no, they were very hard hit. First hit was 107.4 miles per hour. This is it right here. Also brought in a run to make a six to five in the sixth. And some good piece of base running. Yeah, good run. Yeah, I had actually forgotten about that. That was some good base running. Uh, And then again, he came up with... uh, with some guys on base and his next at bat. And this was the line drive to center, I believe. Yep. 104 miles an hour off the bat. So yeah, Piguero two for two. Um, and he gets the second on this one too, with that misplay in center field. So yeah, I mean, you like to see it uh, from Piguero. Uh, he kind of, took a little bit of a hit during pr- in prospect rankings this past, uh, this past season. I mean, it was, a- it was deserved. Yeah, it was deserved. I, I don't really think anybody rough. would argue that it, yeah. that it was deserved. same with like Nick Gonzalez. Both of those guys, I mean, they have they have something to prove this year. Yeah, I mean, he had a really rough um, second half in Altoona. So yeah, yeah, you, you look for Pagaro to hopefully uh, take a step forward this year. He is still really young, so it's not right. Like I wouldn't give up on him yet, just yet. No, he's he's, no. he's very young. He's got time to uh, to figure it out. Um, Anthony does say he did make a pretty bad throw. Yeah, in the field. I was. I wanted to get to that at some point. Some of the defense yeah. we saw today was very spring training defense. Very like players not playing in the position. Like Andujar didn't make an error, but the way he fielded the the one hopper to him like looked terrible. Joe between Andujar and left and Cal Mitchell and right, those two. Well, Joe probably isn't a good defender in the outfield either, and he made a misplay too. And I mean, a lot of this is also like 
there never isn't wind in Bradenton and it's always changing. So especially for outfielders, it can be like really, really hard to judge any sort of fly ball or line drive that's hit towards you. I mean, giving, I mean, it's spring training. You should be giving benefit of the doubt or whenever you can really, but it, it, there were some, there were some things that didn't look good that, yeah, you're not playing in the position you're used to at the very least. Yeah, I would I would say in particular the corner outfielders look bad. Yeah. Um like I said, uh Gonzalez looked good at third, made a couple really yeah. nifty plays. So did at third uh, Rodolfo made a really nice play at third. But I mean Castro that's made a good play and Santana made surprising. a nice play on the other end too at first base. So there there was there was some like I said, there was some good, but there was there was some bad too. Um but yeah, Andujar, Mitchell, Joe, not great out there. Um and, and I think Andy probably could have had that throw home from Piguero, but yeah, he didn't, really... he didn't move his feet. I'm not, I don't know if he would have gotten yeah. the runner, but he yeah. did need to like move his feet a little bit more and have gotten that throw. Um, speaking of Andy, his first action um, went over three, but he did hit the ball hard at least one time. Um, right. So I that hope was that it he gets second at bat. Yeah. Second at bat. Um, but I hope he, I hope he gets a lot of playing time this spring. I have a feeling they they'll actually cut him kind of early to give like the other catchers more of a battle, um, for that. Because there is, there is an actual question on who the actual backup is going to be. And we all know that that's, that that's not going to be Andy. Right. So as much as we want to see Andy (laughs) come North with the club, he's not going to, as much as we want to see Andy in spring training, we, the other guys are going to have to fight it. Right. At some point they have to give those at bats to Heineman and Jason delay. And who's the, the third guy they brought in Kevin Plowecki Plowecki. That's right. The Red Sox guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get to see a lot of those guys. Shame on me for forgetting such a enticing name. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you could forget a, a signing like Kevin Plowecki. So, uh, I'm just int- a fake fan. Yeah, integral part of this team's future. Uh, how about uh, Henry Davis? We got a good look at him too. First pitch, <laughs> by pitch. What was it, Mackey's tweet? Henry the Magnet Davis. Yes. So Henry Davis, first. Um, incredible Henry Davis first pitch he sees hits him that's just I mean it's it's just on brand for him Um, and then he sees another he only saw two pitches the hit by pitch and then he got a sacrifice fly right his second plate appearance so no one that off the bat I thought was I I thought was gone off the bat yeah I think he got a little bit under it yeah he he made some decent contact with it um so I I think Davis though somebody that we may see a little bit more of just to get him some at bats i could i could see that maybe at dh you know, not not necessarily catching right um anybody else in particular offensively you want to get into before we kind of dive into this bullpen uh smith and jigba got hit by a pitch struck out uh who else he yeah, also drew here. a walk too, he also so drew he got, of course he did yeah got on base what he, it's his thing it's what he does yep. yeah santana got on base twice he drew yep. a walk and got a hit so again, there was it was um some people had decent days. Let's say Cruz got on the board with a hit. Uh, it wasn't a laser beam by any means. But, no, you know, I, yeah. I think I tweeted out immediately like yeah. Cruz missile. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Let's get the 
Exit Velo on Cruz's single oh, was sixty six point miles per hour. So man, yeah, blistered yeah. it. Not his hardest hit, but it counts as a hit. Um, That's about as far as you could get from his hardest hit. Yeah. So, so after Keller, though, like I said, we talked about Keller. Did great. Contreras comes in. Um, other than that misplay by Connor Joe, which kind of set that in. Yeah, up, which turned you know, uh, like a single into it. Yeah, it, but. it did. So the single turned into a triple, which then turned into a run. That was the only hit he gave up. I missed um, how the run scored. Did it score via sack fly? Sack fly. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, I was I was away from the TV at the moment. So not a bad inning from him. They were mentioning on the broadcast that you know he's a guy that they're looking to kind of get ready a little bit quicker since he's going to be going to the World Baseball right. Classic. So he got in there today. Um, I do want to talk about Bednar. So, I mean, this is Vladdy. So, you know, an elite hitter. But uh, Bednar didn't look great. So Bednar, um, first off, I think this fir- the first hitter he had, he walked. Um, this is in the fourth inning. Yeah, so he walked Santiago Espinal, but then he gives up a nuke <laughs> to, to Vladimir Guerrero. There's no sound on that, but uh, Guerrero hits it onto the, the, the boardwalk up there. Um, not a great, not a great pitch there. Uh, and then later that inning, another home run given up by Bednar. Let's show that real quick. I need to get a little bit quicker at this. If we're going to do this every show, we'll figure out a better way to do this, but this is to Addison Barger, and he just destroyed. Yeah, it. that was it. Was pretty. <laughs> so nice um, video frame rate, by the way. Is it? Is or is it terrible? Yeah, is it's it, like it's like two it frames awful? a second. Is it awful? <laughs> All right, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. It's spring training for us too. Um, yeah. So, are you concerned about Bednar, or are we just chopping? Uh, no, I'm not. On? I'm not really concerned about any of the pitchers except the guys that I already know aren't going to be very good. Okay. You know, I mean, that's it. We mentioned it earlier. It takes those guys a little longer to really get into the swing of things. It's why they're there earlier. If Bednar's still looking like this, you know, a couple outings from now, and if he's still looking like this closer to approaching the season, yeah, okay, maybe worry a little bit. Yeah. Um, but am I worried now? No. It's game um, one of spring training. I'm not yeah, worried. it is game one. Something to watch. And again, it's game one. So, you know, you got to imagine arm strength is going to get built up. But uh, right. Exactly. Passball velocity was down. Yeah, I noticed um, that a little bit. I don't think I think he hit like 95, 96 a couple times, but he never really he never really touched those upper velocities that he can reach like 97, 98. Maybe they're yeah. taking it easy. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So like I said, just. I wouldn't be too concerned about it right now. It's first first spring training outing, but yeah, fastball velocity was a little down from last year. Um, Harleen Garcia, first look at him, also gave up a nuke to Santiago Espinal. Um, his velocity also down. Again, spring training first first game, but his velocity was down two miles per hour since last year. Well, um, I've I've been any very, impressions uh, on Garcia? Yeah. Well, I'm a little biased because I have I've been very vocal about not being a Yarlin Garcia guy. 
Yeah, that was also Bednar's location wasn't good. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was leaving it pretty much center cut. Um, I am not a big Yar- Yarlan Garcia guy. I don't like his mix. He really kind of has like the one, maybe two pitches. He relies on the fastball a lot. I'm just, I'm not a, I'm not a big believer in Yarlan Garcia. And he spent the last two years doing all right in a really friendly park for pitchers. And I'm just, he's, it's scary to me that he could, that he's rolling into the season, potentially being the only left-handed guy in the bullpen. And the other guy might be a rule five draft pick who, who's going to get hit. And if that guy does make the major league roster, he's going to be hidden and he isn't going to pitch much. He's not going to be pitching in any, like if they need a lefty to come in to win them a game, it's going to, what was that? Might just be clicking my mouse. I don't know. What? Oh, okay. No, that was on my. There was a sound that came through on my. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah. I think if there was, if if you were gonna have a, a like the biggest concern about this bullpen right now, it's the lefties. I you've got, you've got you're basically rolling with Garcia and Hernandez as the only lefty relievers on the forty man roster, um, and and I don't. I, I would guess they try to hide Hernandez on that 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 twenty six man at least. Yeah, I think because he year. is the the rule five guy, and to keep him, yeah. you have to keep him on the roster. I think that probably gives him an edge over some other guys. And I think if the you team, but. like, I think probably the easiest person to hide is a number two lefty reliever. Ten, yeah, it know? is. So, so I I see him maybe getting a spot there, but yeah, I mean Garcia is going to be the main guy. You know, and that that, that should scare you, <laughs> in my opinion, uh, because I don't like Garcia. Yeah, I, I guess with me, it's it's one of those I'm cautious with him, but until you still can't argue with that he he hasn't been bad. Like the result, the actual right. the, results, the actual results been have been like not terrible. Right, um, they haven't he been has bad. Been decently so in, reliable. Yeah. So until he shows me that he's bad, I'm I'm going to at least give him the benefit of the doubt. I think that's an now. extremely fair assessment. Yeah. Um, but didn't look good today. <laughs> uh, but again, first outing of spring training. Right. The one the one reliever who's probably going to be on this roster who did look okay was Chase DeYoung. Again, just somehow got the job done just being chased hey, and i mean sometimes i think we mentioned this before sometimes there are just guys like chase de young who like none of the peripherals line up none of this stuff looks amazing none of like absolutely nothing is lining up in their favor and then they just they go out there and they just kind of get the job done and, and what's weird is like you can as a reliever your sample size is small enough that you can just put together good years like, yeah you can put together really good years yeah it's why most of the reason why relievers are so volatile mm-hmm. yeah i mean you look at somebody like jesse chavez <laughs> dude's been in the majors for 15 years he doesn't there's nothing that he does that jumps out at you um but yeah and maybe chase the young's just that guy who doesn't overwhelm doesn't doesn't impress you really in any way but you know when you look at his final numbers he somehow gets it done so but he he pitched a scoreless inning today really the only pirate who is going to be on this roster who uh did so outside of keller 
Zastrzny and Zamora came in to finish off the game. I'm not really paying much attention to those guys. All right. Jim, do I draft Vladimir Guerrero Jr. or Sandy Alcantara? Vladdy. I would always go hitter over pitcher. Um, but that's me. Yeah, sorry. I was I, yeah. I had like thirty seconds. Connor's in the middle of a fantasy draft while while well, he's they, live on. Well, because Vinny decided that he wanted to schedule it right in the middle of when we were doing this. So yeah, terrible, terrible. Well, who'd you go with? I went with Vladdy. Okay. Well, um, I mean that's all. That's all really I have to talk about today. I said nine to seven. Pirates lose. They're off tomorrow. Back in action on Monday. I believe so against Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Yeah. It's not at Toronto. I don't know when at Toronto happens. Do, does AT&T cover the away spring games? I don't even know. No, so AT&T is only going to be covering the home. The AT&T the home. broadcast crew is only going to be at home. The broadcast I know they are showing a couple crew? broadcast crew. There you go. As long as they exist. So <laughs> it's a <laughs> yeah. whole other topic for That's another a day. Whole, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, every home every home spring training game will be on AT&T Sportsnet. The away games, most of them will be on MLB.tv, I would imagine. So should be able to watch the majority of the games. But uh, yeah, Pirates lose 9-7. First spring training game. Rodolfo Castro, Grand Slam. Mitch Keller looked great. I think those are the two big, big positives right. to take out of it. Um, you have anything to add before we, uh, before we roll out of here? Uh, yeah, I think we should talk about our new sponsor. We don't have a new sponsor. Yeah, we do. It's steak on a stone, obviously. (laughs) All right, guys. They must've run that damn ad. Like seven times. <laughs> if they are gonna run that ad as frequently as they did during this game for the rest of the season, it's going to be the new rally house ad. So the difference is I don't get that feed. So I didn't see any of this. Oh, so this so you is you're talking. It? Okay. So you're you're yeah, MLB.tv doesn't show the commercials. Right. Yeah, it okay, just shows like the baseball Zen stuff. So I don't <laughs> really know what you're talking about, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. I'll I know somebody has it screen recorded. I'll have to see if they posted it somewhere and I'll download it and I'll send it to you. There but, we go. But yeah, it's not, uh, I mean if they, they want to pay they, us, they then seriously they they seriously ran the ad like eight times, and it, it's got Neil yeah. Walker. It's Neil Walker talking about how great steak on a stone is. Gotcha. Okay. Well, maybe uh, maybe Neil can throw them over, and they can they can sponsor our show. Maybe they can be our new sponsor. Hey, Neil, you have connections to Steak on a Stone. Hit us up. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Anything else before uh, before we hop out? Uh, no. Cool. All right. Well, guys, thanks for watching. Um, Pirates lose. We'll be back at it on Monday. Let's go, baby. Pirates lose. (laughs) See you guys. See you. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, 
But if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.